Okay, the podcast is recording, and get video on here, spectacles off here, unwrap a cigar, hope everybody's having a good, uh, good time wherever you are, it's Friday night where I am. I did a podcast with a friend uh, a while ago called The Break Wall. You can check that out when he gets it uh, online, gets it edited. Uh, We'll talk about a little of all the things, but today was the day of sentencing for Derek Chauvin. What a day, what a day, what a day. Uh, So I got some information, some notes that I took. I have the part of the judge's 22 page opinion Uh, and kudos to the judge. Uh, He did not want to grandstand. He did not want to make himself a star. Pardon me, my uh, uh, stomach aches. So, but aside from that, the judge, uh, Judge Peter Cahill, did not want to uh, put on a show. He was very down to business, business, if you will, in the courtroom. There wasn't. Uh, he didn't feel it was the time and place for a a speech, time or place to to uh, try and make a a moment, if uh, in history, uh, by giving some lavish courtroom speech. He got right down to business. I'll read you some quotes I took from him, also. Um, Wow. Um, Some things are hard to put into words uh, because, frankly, I pride myself on being a man of few words. uh, So I do podcasts and videos, right? Uh, But it's hard for me to put into words uh, how I feel about what was said and what went on. But uh, I have notes, and that will help me. Um, Let's listen, I guess, while I'm lighting up my cigar, to the words of some of the uh, activists who were present at George Floyd Square, the uh, autonomous zone that has been blocked off by activists activist, supposed activist, uh, in the neighborhood where George Floyd died. And then we'll get into this. So here we go. Oh, shit, might as well introduce my show while I'm on, before I forget about it, huh? That might be a good idea. Uh, follow me on Parlor at The Real Big John. This is Americana, The American Way, with your host, Big John. There is a lot of reaction here from uh, basically we are under the gas station, what was the gas station at the time of the incident. And you can just see so many 
uh, members and activists of the community are really uh, cheering on this moment when it came down that it would be 22 years. Uh, a lot of the activists here were pretty satisfied with that sentence. Let me see if I can get one of them to talk to us. Can we, can we talk to you about how you feel about this 22-year sentence? 22 years sentence, I feel, you know what, God, like I tell people, God had a family, God made this happen. We wasn't giving up, so you can't stop the process of God. When God say something is yes and amen, I don't listen to nobody but God. When God said he's going to fight this battle for us, he's been fighting this battle for us. He's going to keep on fighting this battle, and it's not over yet. That's faith, but now fans got to come in. So he's going to get every bit of the time that he deserves and what he did get. He killed a man, blood, red, and hand, and didn't have no sympathy. And you saying that you sorry? Yeah, you sorry because of what you've done, but in heart, you're not sorry. I heard you guys say there's three more. Yes. Uh, will you be watching those trials as well? I don't what watch the trial. My thing is this. I trust in God and I believe in God. I walk and I talk and I move by God. I'm 6 and 12 and 3 and 9 every time I walk out here. I'm 6 and 12, 3 and 9. I've been the same ever since I've been here. I never move. I never wobble. I'm straight. 6 and 9, 3 and 12. If you look on your clock and see what 6 and 12, 3 and 9, it's the cross. I walk out here with the cross on my back. I came out here on a salmon. And my salmon will be completed. We got three more to go, and we're going to get them. And we're coming for them. And they belong to us. Because you know what? God don't make no mistakes. We do, but God don't. You have been gatekeeping this street since the start, right? they keeping this street ever since George Floyd died. With just my body. Why? What brought you out here every Because day? a man got murdered was a black man. And it's been going on for decades and years for us. Decades and decades and decades. And we're tired. And we let them know that we're standing. I stood out here with just my body. Controlling traffic. I'm still doing it right now. You moved the barricades. You did that. I'm still standing out here controlling traffic with my body. My body is people over property. So it's people to take care of people. We don't care about the property. The property don't mean nothing to us. We are the property. We are the people. And we're going to be out here to make sure the people are safe. We are sure going to be that people are protected. We are going to move the traffic. We're not going to let people sit in their cars and ride by like we monkeys and take pictures. We will not allow that. If you can't park and get out, you will not be out here to take pictures on this square. This is who I am. They made these shirts. I don't make shirts. This is who I am. I am the gatekeeper. I be even knocking hands together. I am the gatekeeper. I be even unity. Together we stand, divided we fall. God's in control of my life. How does it feel that the officer that was on George Floyd's neck just over there just steps away from where we are standing for nine minutes and 29 seconds will be getting 22 years in prison? How does that, does that feel like justice? Is that a morsel of progress? What does that feel? What I want you to know is this. One thing. I trust, and I believe in God. And when God is on assignment, we got to believe what God wants for us. Justice has been served. We can't go against his will. It's his will, not man. Man would have gave him less though. But God said, no, I'm going to give him this. It was already predestinated before it even happened. God already knew what was going to happen. God already knew that he was going to be convicted of all three. Okay. That's all I can take of that. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was actually the end of her uh, soundbite. Th this, uh, I watched this coverage on 
YouTube on uh, the Washington Post channel, and it was horrendous. Um, by legal and technical uh, definition, Derek Chauvin was convicted of murder. Uh, before the sentencing uh, happened, uh, of course, the jury handed down the conviction. But it bothered me how many times the reporter used the word murder. Uh, supposed reporter. They interjected a lot of opinion into their reporting. Um, and I remember when this video went viral, how upset I was at the officers being a back-the-blue, through-and-through guy. Uh, wanting to be a policeman when I was a kid, uh, still looking up to and respecting law enforcement. Uh, I really was pissed off at the way Chauvin and the other three handled themselves. The thing that we find later is there's nine minutes and 29 seconds of the officer's restraining shot or restraining uh, Floyd on the ground rarely have you seen in the mainstream press the 20 minutes of George Floyd resisting arrest the uh, previous body cam footage from years ago a few years ago not many years ago just a few where he was pulled over, uh, he was in the passenger seat, and before he would, he didn't even get out of the vehicle in this particular case, uh, I don't think, but he was doing the, I can't breathe, I'm scared, I'm this. Officers are asking him in that video to put his hands on the dashboard where they can see him. He's not cooperating then either when he was being arrested this time they asked him you know keep your hands on the steering wheel he's moving around the vehicle he's going please don't shoot me i've been shot this and that uh very uncooperative uh the reason why they subdued him on the street and not on the sidewalk where they sat him down once because he asked to sit on the sidewalk is because he tried to jump out of the cruiser and run from the cops and they three of them were able to restrain him on the other side of the vehicle anyway aside from all that let's just stick to today um, so the, the Washington Post uh, broadcasters, journalists, allegedly, uh, were constantly referring to Chauvin as a murderer. Uh, talk, kept saying murder, 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 over and over. More emotion and opinion than anything else. Uh, the sentencing guidelines called for 12 years in this case, this type of case. Uh, the prosecutors wanted 30 years, 10 for each conviction. Uh, there were three counts against him. 
the reporter interviewed act, activists, as you just heard, who repeatedly said God intervened. Uh, and throughout everything, Derek Chauvin has just looked confused. I don't know if that's his natural facial expression, but he just looks like, why am I here? What, what, what did I do wrong? Um, you know, there's a lot of things that he that Chauvin could have done right. A lot of things. Been less passive-aggressive. Yeah, I said it. Been more aggressive and three or four officers should be able to shove somebody into a police SUV. The police SUV was actually larger than the 20-year-old Mercedes SUV George Floyd was in in the first place. But nonetheless, uh, to the judge's statements on camera today, he said that his uh, ruling was not based on emotion. He said that he was going to put out a 22-page memorandum, which I'm going to read from and talk about a little bit here momentarily. Uh, he said that they need to recognize the pain of the Floyd family. Uh, if that's not ruling on emotion, I don't know what is. But nonetheless, uh, he said it wasn't going to uh, be an emotional uh, sentencing. I understand that you know, we do have to recognize the pain of the Floyd family. But ultimately, why isn't George Floyd held responsible for any of his actions having a much higher amount of fentanyl in his system than it takes to kill a person? Uh, having you know other narcotics in his blood, um, being a career criminal, you know, I've had the number 22 comes up a lot here. Uh, I've had over 22 interactions with police. I counted all the ones I could remember. I'm still alive. So a lot of the blame here does not fall to policing and the district attorney, the state attorney that was prosecuting, said as much today. He said that, you know, Derek Chauvin is on trial, not policing. Uh, and that's true. When it comes down to it, the judge sentenced Derek Chauvin to 270 months with credit for 199 days that he's already sat in jail. This comes out to 22 years, which is above the typical sentence uh, for this kind of uh, crime. <clears throat> the judge said that he applied the law to the facts, but he took into consideration the abuse of trust, the abuse, trust of authority, and particular cruelty to George Floyd by Derek Chauvin. 
you know, Chauvin could have picked him up. They could have put him in that at that police cruiser. Um, he could have, you know, laid off uh, a little bit, but there's also police protocol and procedure that he did follow this was this knee this kneeling on someone's back or neck uh, is something that happens a lot and not many people die from it I think uh, in the last several years this restraint was used 200 times by the Minneapolis police and nobody died from it. That should... That should say something there. That maybe it wasn't the kneeling on the neck. Uh, the one so-called reporter for the Washington Post, she said that you know, this uh, Derek Chauvin, this police officer, you know, choked George Floyd to death with his knee on his throat for nine minutes, grinding George Floyd's face into the pavement. George Floyd's face was moving around and he was moving his head around. It was not Derek Chauvin's knee that caused, well, if he hadn't been restrained on the ground I guess but you know it was George Floyd himself moving his head around that caused abrasions to his face you know and he asked to be laid on the ground but that's all hindsight Uh, the law has spoken and it's been applied justly and fairly so far as we know I'm going to play something here uh, Derek Chauvin's comments he does not apologize and he does not take um, blame for the death of George Floyd let's listen Uh, Mr. Chauvin this is your opportunity if you wish to uh, give any input to the court and so I turn it over to you and your attorney thank you your honor Um, at this time due to some additional legal matters at hand I'm not able to give a full formal statement at this time, um, but very briefly though, I uh, do want to give my condolences to the Floyd family. Um, there's going to be some other information in the future that would be of interest, and uh, I hope things will give you some some peace of mind. Thank you. And I'll note that I did read your comments in the pre-sentence investigation as well. Thanks, Fred. All right, we are going to take a 15-minute recess. Okay. So there are ongoing legal matters. Uh, I would assume that he didn't want to say too much because his attorney is going to appeal this. So he wasn't. his attorney didn't let him say too much, I guess is... A better way of stating that. Uh, also, you got to think about his appeal. He's got to think about his next hearing because as the uh, activist 
said in her comments, next, the federal government is coming in. Uh, they're coming after all four officers. This is the official sentencing order from Judge Peter Cahill. Uh, he seems like an honest and fair judge. Uh, seemed like he did a fair job in this hearing as best he could with the the media circus Olay that was going on. But this is official legal jargon. As to count one, based on the verdict of the jury, finding you guilty of, mis of unintentional second-degree murder while committing a felony under Minnesota Statute 609.19, subsection 2, parentheses 1, it is the judgment of the court that you now stand convicted of that offense. Pursuant to Minnesota Statute 609.4, counts one or counts two and three remain adjudicated as they are lesser offenses of count one. The court commits you to the custody of the Commissioner of Corrections for a period of 217 or 270, pardon me, 270 months. You are granted credit for 199 days already served. Uh, that's almost irrelevant when you consider 22 years of prison, 199 days. Uh, anyways, uh, saying that he is committed to the custody of the Commissioner of Corrections, that means he's sentenced to jail. He said that he has to, uh, Mr. Chauvin, has to pay the mandatory surcharge of $78 to be paid from prison wages. Uh, so in Minnesota, they must charge you rent for being in jail or something. Uh, and he'll have to do prison wages, I would assume, means he's going to have to do some kind of work while he is in prison to uh, work off his $78 in rent. Uh, says you are prohibited from possessing firearms, ammunitions, ammunition, or explosives for the remainder of your life. Uh, provide a DNA sample as required by law. So if he ever gets out of jail and he commits another crime, they have his DNA on file. Or if he's accused of another crime and DNA evidence is in the uh, equation, they would have his DNA on file. He said that Mr. Chauvin, per law, has to register as a predatory offender. So he goes on a, a predatory offender registry. It's not a sex offender registry. It's a like a murderer registry, I guess. Uh, there's an, the number six here. It says, the attached memorandum opinion is incorporated by reference. So that last part is where the judge says he said he's not going to put on some dramatic speech in court. He was going to let you read his opinion. So, memorandum of opinion, Minnesota sentencing guidelines were prom promagulated. 
that means put into action, put into law, to establish rational and consistent sentencing standards to promote public safety, reduce sentencing disparity, and ensure that sanctions, the sanctions imposed are proportional to the severity of the offense and the offender's criminal history. Uh, Minnesota Guidelines, Section 1A, C. State versus Hicks. Minnesota Sentencing Guidelines promotes uniformity, proportionality, and predictability in sentencing. The presumptive guideline ranges are deemed appropriate for felonies covered by them. In most cases, the maximum sentence a district court imposes is the top uh, presumptive sentencing range because the sentencing guidelines mandate that district courts pronounce a sentencing within the range on the sentencing guideline grid. However, sentencing guidelines recognize there are cases in which the guidelines the guidelines sentence may not be appropriate and therefore allow the district courts to depart from presumptive the presumptive sentence although departing courts must articulate substantial and compelling circumstances to justify the departure. This means that the judge is sentencing him to 22 years, which is above the 12-year sentencing guideline because the judge felt there was there were extenuating circumstances um, a nine-year-old girl being present, the public being present, uh, people asking him to get off George Floyd's neck, the fact that he kneeled on George Floyd's neck for nine minutes. Uh, all these things he took into consideration is what this is saying. And these that's the reasoning for him to give Derek Chauvin a 22-year sentence which is kind of in between where the guidelines recommend 12 years and the state wanted 30 years. Uh, an officer in a similar case, not, a, not very similar, an officer involved shooting where somebody was killed and the officer found guilty of murder a few years ago, that officer got 12 years. And the so-called journalists at the Washington Post were saying, well, that's what we can expect uh, in this, this case. You know, this is about what officers get or, you know, the bullshit that the media was babbling. Um, quote, substantial and compelling circumstances are those demonstrating the defendant's conduct in the offense of the conviction was significantly more or less serious than the typical involved in the commission of the crime in question. So the judge is alluding that Derek Chauvin was acting in a worse manner, was acting more extreme than your typical uh, second-degree murder conviction. 
when such factors are present, the judge may depart from the presumptive disposition and duration provided in the guidelines. <coughs> Let me cough and clear my throat from all that reading. Um, the in the guidelines and stay or impose a sentence that is deemed more appropriate than the presumptive sentence that includes exceeding the top end of the presumptive range when there in, exists identifiable and substantial and compelling circumstances. Uh, it goes on to say, for a defendant like Mr. Chauvin with zero criminal history points, the guidelines presumptive range for unintentional second degree murder, the most serious charge for of which <clears throat> Chauvin was found guilty by the jury and on which he is being convicted and sentenced by this court, is 128 days to 180 months, or 128 months to 180 months. That would be the 12 years-ish. With presumptive sentencing being 150 months, consideration of a sentence outside the presumptive guidelines. In first stage, either jury or the district court must take functional finding that there are one or more aggravating factors present in the commission of the crime <clears throat> from the prima facie elements of the charge. In the second stage, the district court is required to explain why the presence of such aggravating factors creates a substantial and compelling reason to impose a sentence outside the presumptive guidelines range. <clears throat> so, as to the first stage, that Mr. Chauvin abused a position of trust and authority. Mr. Chauvin treated George Floyd with particular cruelty. So, he got a harsher sentence than the guidelines recommended, 22 years as opposed to 12 because he abused his position of trust and authority as a police officer. He got 22 years instead of 12 because he treated George Floyd with particular cruelty. That would be the kneeling on his back and neck area. We'll just say kneeling on his neck. His knee looked like it was on his neck the whole time to me though he did move it around a few times. Uh, but that was considered particular cruelty to George Floyd. So because Derek Chauvin's actions were above and beyond that of a normal, if there is such a thing as a normal second-degree murder, uh, he got a harder sentence than uh, was expected. So, this is how justice works in America. Um, it was played out. People say it took too long. Well, there's a, 
you're guaranteed the right to a speedy trial, right? That can mean a lot of things. The legal process takes its time to work out. Uh, I look at the court records, read the newspapers in my area rather frequently. Uh, some cases move through the court system faster than others. Uh, murder cases tend to take longer because there's a lot more involved. So for the people that <clears throat> were out throwing their temper tantrums and burning cities last year, there was a reason for that. Uh, well, there wasn't a reason for them to burn the cities. So there was a reason why uh, Derek Chauvin did not, you know, go straight to jail, do not pass go, do not collect $200. There was a reason it took longer. Uh, and it didn't take that long. I mean, all four officers were promptly fired and charges came pretty quickly. I mean, there was enough video evidence that Stevie Wonder could see this was, you know, going, this was something gone wrong here. Um, Nonetheless, George Floyd is not a hero in any way, shape, or form, as he's been made out to be. Um, had he not died in police custody, I think he would have died shortly thereafter, either uh, on that day of overdose or uh, a future fentanyl overdose, uh, maybe you know, in some sort of robbery scenario. Uh, you know, George Floyd was the guy that um, held a woman at gunpoint during a home invasion in front of her child. Now, there's a, a mis mistake made in that story that you hear. The story that uh, some people tell is that he held a gun to a pregnant woman's stomach. That was not true. It was a home invasion, damn sure. He did go to jail for it. And he held a woman at gunpoint. Then he went off to ransack the house and told his friend to hold a gun to the woman. And her child was in the room. That's the actual uh, circumstances. Uh, George Floyd was convicted on that and served his time in jail on that. To say that he was... Uh, he could have been a, a big teddy bear to some people, like his mom said. Uh, when he was crying out mama during the period in which Derek Chauvin was kneeling on his neck, uh, mama was the nickname of his girlfriend. It was not his mother. He was not crying out to his mother for help, as some in the media will lie to you to believe. Uh, but, you know, like I said, a lot of mixed emotions for me. I, I watched a man die on video. That's tragic. It's terrible. He was not St. George. Uh, Derek Chauvin, we'll see what uh, other legal proceedings he was talking about. We will find out what the courts of appeal feel about this sentence and about the conviction itself. Uh, a lot of legal experts say that the defense outworked 
the prosecution and that the defense actually got the prosecution's witnesses to <clears throat> uh, help the defense. They, the prosecution's witnesses answered questions in ways that were favorable to the defense of George Floyd rather than to the prosecution of him. All that being said, Derek Chauvin is at this point con convicted and guilty of second degree murder and two lesser charges and will spend 22 years in prison. Uh, I believe he'll probably be murdered in prison. If not, you know, this is probably a life sentence. Um, he's 45 years old now, so we'll see where he, he is at 67 years old uh, with no pension, uh, maybe some Social Security income. I don't know. Who knows what the world will be like in 22 years anyways uh, if Mr. Chauvin does uh, serve his full sentence. So with that, that's the facts. That's my opinions. God bless y'all. Pray for each other. Ask God for mercy. Ask God to have mercy on the United States. Uh, God bless you all. Thanks for listening and watching and whatever you're doing. Picking your nose. I don't know. Uh, but... Uh, See you next time on Americana the American Way. Hit me up on Parlor at the Real Big John on Rumble. It is Americana the American Way on all your fun slap happy podcast appies. It is Americana the American Way. And this has been Big John. Well, I gotta restoke my stogie. A stogie went out, got re refire refire it. Fired up, man. Why wow, y'all, God bless.